Someone just gave me a scone. I, that's not true. Someone gave many people a scone, and it was to be shared, shared among us, and I had a small piece of it, and multiple small pieces of it, some of which were not very small at all. They were pretty good, and it just got me thinking. That's, it's <laughs> very contrived, right? Welcome. Welcome to episode five. Guess what we're going to talk about? Scones? Haha. <laughs> A little bit. We're going to talk about baked goods. Sorry, no guest. Promise there'll be more. Hi, it's me. It's Friday. Just kidding. It's Saturday by the time you hear this, I guess. Well, sometimes we record on Friday. It's like the, you know, uh, that, yeah. So, so sometimes we record on Friday. Sometimes we record on Wednesday. Sometimes we record on Saturday. So far, we ha oh, we've recorded on a Sunday before. So, so far, we've recorded on four out of the seven possible days of the week, um, which is pretty good coverage, I would say, if we're going for the recorded on most days of the week award as commissioned by the, I don't know, the Intellectual Kitchen. It's our own award. We won our own award. Look at that. But we didn't win it yet because we have yet to record on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. I think I said that correctly. Well, welcome back. Really, welcome back. Um, I was very excited at first, and I still am excited. Don't get me wrong, but I think I was just very excited when I pressed record and came out with a lot of energy. So we're going to talk about baked goods, and while the intro was somewhat contrived, it has been a topic that is on our list. Um, and and I want to talk about it. So as I said, um, th we, we don't have a, another guest yet, but there are many lined up, and we have lots of ideas of who would love to talk about food and design of food, and we are going to bring them on, and you will hear from them, and we will have nice conversations together, um, including some exciting things coming up very soon. So that is exciting, as always, because why is it not exciting? We're like two minutes in, and I haven't really talked about food yet. I'm sorry. So, <clears throat> yeah. Baked goods. It's just me, as I said. Welcome. Hello. How are you? I hope you had a good week. I, I know I always say have a have a nice week at the end of each episode, but I've never checked in with you. How's it going? Did you have a good week? I'll give you a second to answer. Ready? Go ahead. Did you have a good week? Oh, okay. All right. You know, sometimes sometimes it's a good week. Other times... Not great, but that's okay. I hope you had a good week. Really, I do. Um, <clears throat> baked goods. Huge, huge variety. And I, I, I am almost unsure of where to start. But I think I could talk about the variety in quality and the variety in type because both of those span an obnoxiously large range. And it's, it's, it's like ridiculous how the, the span of, of quality in baked goods and the span of type, like you can call, so I had a, I had a scone, as I mentioned, right? Someone came in, they said, Hey, I got a scone. They put it down and it was, um, for a few people to share. And I had some pieces of the scone and it was pretty good. Um, and uh, yeah, but it, it's this one little element in this giant category of baked goods. And interestingly enough, I I guess we do, <clears throat> I guess we do, uh, uh, denote further, uh, you know, specify further what kinds of baked goods there are. So there are subcategories. There are subclasses. There's like, 
danishes and scones and pastries. Oh, pastries. Are pastries just baked goods? I don't know. We'll Google that in a second. Um, <clears throat> you can you can do so many things with baked goods, and I'm. I'm beginning to wonder now if they're all even baked. I guess they are. I guess the, hopefully, I would say one constant in baked goods is this kind of like base pastry thing. It's like the airy, fluffy, kind of sweet, kind of buttery bread, bread-like substance in which something sits or or like you embed things in it um, in the case of... I, does that cover most of the uh, most of the possibilities? I think it might. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm beginning to to distill this down a little bit. How would one make a baked good? So you'd start. First of all, what a name, baked. Like, of course they're baked, and goods. Really, they wanted this category to be crazy large. Like whoever, or I guess they named it after, after the. The things were made. So, like, people started making danishes and pastries, and then someone said, oh, let's come up with a blanket term for this. We'll just call it baked goods, because they're good and they're baked, right? That's definitely not where the phrase goods derives from, but now you have alternative history. <clears throat> so, I would say you'd start with some kind of base bread thing, and you probably want to add onto or into that base. So you see in the case of danishes, people kind of digging out a little crater for fruit or, uh, well, I guess primarily fruit, fruit or some kind of like sweet spread to reside in. And then, and you eat that, obviously it's food. What are you going to do with it? Laugh at it? Hopefully not. Please be nice to your food. Um, uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, you can do that where, where you have a kind of a, a cup area for other things to sit in. So like a Danish. You could also, um, what else could you do? Um, oh, okay. So pastries. So pastries, I wonder if Danishes are like a subcategory of pastries because, uh, pastries, I, you think first of all, like the same kind of base, sweet-ish, light bread, um, and it's, it has that really interesting quality where it's very much like flaky and, um, or kind of, uh, like, I don't exactly know. It's, it's baked in a, it, it looks kind of like it's baked pretty heavily on the outside. And then on the inside, it's very soft and curly. It's always, uh, Dan, uh, baked goods, I, I feel you, you almost always see with some kind of like curve in them somewhere. And, and uh, whether whether the entire thing is shaped like a, a circle or an oval or, or has some, like, bend around it, you don't typically find, like, a square baked good or a... Uh, <clears throat> I guess people, people consider, like, you have, like, a bake sale, right? You consider many things to be baked goods. But maybe we should refine... Maybe it should be pastries. We could call this episode pastries, even though 
I don't know. It, it's baked goods, specifically pastries, I guess, because I don't I don't think you find many pastries that are like square or rectangular or triangular. They typically have some kind of like loop or curl or bend in them somewhere. So I guess that's a quality. Maybe that maybe that's a quality of how you bake them. Um <clears throat> Uh, what else? So so you start with this, this base bread, and you can add things to it. So in the case of scones, you input... <laughs> input. In the case of scones, you add, uh, you know, fruit or chocolate. Chocolate is a really common one with pastries because you have croissants, right? So I, I, I'm guessing that you start with this base. You add something to it, um, and then you bake it. But you don't... Hmm. I guess you would want to bake it with with the stuff in it, right? Yeah. So what else what else can you do with baked goods? So you have your, your danishes and your, your common pastries, which are these breads with things in them. Here we go again. Um <clears throat> croissants, I feel, are are another important one. Because with croissants in particular, you see kind of this uh, shape again, like so it's a curly sort of shape. Um, in one, you know, viewed from one angle or another, I think all these things will have will not have a not straight line. Um, <clears throat> croissants, good stuff because they're light most of the time. And then if you're feeling frisky, you get the chocolate one. And it's like, you know, it's chocolate in it. So uh, croissants do... There's got to be more types of croissants. Oh, oh, don't they have almond croissants? I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Let's see. Croissant. People also say... People say... Uh, don't people say croissant? Do people use the plural as the, the singular as the plural? People say like three croissant. I guess that could happen. <clears throat> Here we go. Wikipedia coming in. Coming in to save the day. A croissant. This Look at this. This is just great. A croissant is a buttery, flaky. I do not know how to pronounce this. This is kind of sad. Oh, it's French. It's French. Oh, no, it's not. It is, I think. Who knows? It looks French. Let's just say that. Maybe it's Austrian. Um, let's try this again. A croissant is a buttery, flaky, viennoiser, 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 hmm. pastry, named well for its known crescent, <laughs> named for its well-known crescent shape. There we go. Crescent, that is perhaps one of the best things about croissants, is that they are in this wonderful, wonderful shape. And it actually, so, the, you know, they're formed out with this curve. And it kind of looks, the way they have those loops on top, it looks like you could just take them at both ends and push it together, and it would, like, collapse in on itself just like a spring. And if you let go, it would just go boom. And it just seems very, very, you know, like, happy and, and relaxed. And, uh, yeah, yeah, croissants, there's just, there's a lot going on, but it's kind of on the lighter side of things. Look, oh, look at that. Croissants are a common part of a continental breakfast, of course. That is an interesting term, continental breakfast, because what on everyone's on a continent. 
everyone, <laughs> unless you're not, most people who I know, at least, do live on a, a, some sort of continent. So um, really, anyone who's who's having a breakfast is, in some sense or another, having what I would consider to be a continental breakfast. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Just kidding, because we're only halfway through, I think. Um, <clears throat> so, so the crescent shape in particular, I just think is wonderful uh, when you're considering croissants and certainly uh, uh, makes it all, all the better because it's, it's kind of, it's just an exciting shape. Um, and honestly, not one you see in most, um, in most foods, really. So when, I mean, what, what other foods do you know of that, that are shaped like croissants or are sliced in, you know, croissant-like slices? So I think it's rather unique. Um, and I suppose that's why it's named after that is because if everything were shaped like a crescent, we could call all of them crescents. I mean, the moon, surely. Re what, what else do you know? that is shaped like a crescent. So there's the moon, there's the waves, crescent moon, crescent waves. Ah, it's a great word. It just really, I feel like it's, it's encapsulating so much. And it's just, it, it just reminds you of very wonderful things like water and the moon, the sky. Crescent is just a solid, like, I feel like there's a crescent hill somewhere. Is that a thing? Crescent hill. Apparently. That's a neighborhood in Kentucky. Not what I was going for, but that's okay. Crescent, it's good stuff. Aren't there desserts or, or foods called like a crescent, like an almond crescent? Am I making that up? An almond, cre almond crescent cookies. Wow. Um, oh, crescent rolls. That's 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 where we're getting this from. Yeah. So crescent rolls. Oh, man. So polarizing, right? I don't even know if they are, if that's true or not. But crescent rolls are, are like the canonical Pillsbury product, right? You pop it open, and it's fun, but who knows what's in there, really. Um, <clears throat> crescent rolls, wow. The shape, it's just, it, it's, a, it's evoking this sense of, like, wow, I'm just going on about this, aren't I? I apologize. Um, <clears throat> croissants are good. And croissants fall into the... The pastry category, I would say. Wikipedia seems to think so, if you want to trust that source. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, yeah. So pastries, I guess, fall into baked goods, too, as we talked about before. But so I'm realizing uh, the, the, the disparity in, in style and in variety is not as large as I had exclaimed at the beginning of this episode, because... Really, they all seem to derive from this important, like, flaky, soft, fluffy... I was avoiding that word before, but now I'm just using it. Fluffy base. Um, because I don't know how fluffy is it if it's flaky. But the inside is certainly fluffy. I would say, probably. Who knows? That's debatable. But fluffy's a solid word, especially for, for talking about design of food. Because that's us, right? 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 I hope you think so. I certainly do. Um, <clears throat> the other disparity that I, that I, uh, vehemently introduced was the disparity in quality, because never before 
do I think I've encountered a food group whose quality can be so ridiculously varied. And I know I really emphasized this at the beginning. I'm going to emphasize it again, and I'm going to actually talk about it, hopefully. You can find some really, really awesome baked goods uh, if, you, if you know what you're looking for. I'm, I, that's how I feel. I think if you find a solid kind of small bakery, um, maybe go early in the morning, <clears throat> you can get some good stuff. You can also find not great baked goods, um, ones that are just lower quality. And, and I just don't feel that this happens as much uh, with other food groups because baked goods are very common. They're present in breakfast a lot. They're then by association in plenty of bakeries and cafes. So that wraps up a significant like customer base um, of, of, of most of America's like breakfast people. Complete sentences, right? Um, <clears throat> that, that puts that together. And so you have these wonderful, wonderful pastries and baked goods that, that are being made. Um, at little shops and, and small cafes and bakeries where they, they know what they're doing and they're just making these things beautifully. Um, but I, I think pastries are also probably one of the most like mass-produced food items because you go, you go to a, a grocery store or a large, yeah, a large grocery store and they're going to have boxes of, of pastries that were, that were manufactured, that were manufactured, 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 manufactured um, <clears throat> in batches. And oh, some of those are good. But I, I just, regardless of, uh, of, of their, their quality, well, I don't, I don't know. So, uh, sometimes it is good. But there's just, there's this huge gap. And, it's it's wild because where where else do you see that? And I know I know you can go, you can buy like bad coffee and get better coffee at a cafe, and you can buy like bad meat or or you know raw ingredients to make your salad um, that you're gonna have with your three friends at dinner, um, and, and or get a really good one at a restaurant. But <clears throat> for something that is a smaller component, typically typically, of a meal. So, like, sometimes, you know, if you're in a rush, sure, have your croissant for breakfast. But usually I find it's going to be part of a bigger meal, even if it's just paired with a drink, that a croissant is typically not one full meal or a, a pastry or baked good. When do you find that something that's a small component of a meal has such a huge variety in quality that you can find these things literally mass-produced, mass-produced in very large quantities and buy them in bulk and keep them on your shelf and, and not worry about preserving them and be able to purchase these, again, small food items at a wonderful bakery or wonderful cafe. And it's just so much better. And of course, it's going to be more expensive. I, I guarantee you, you could probably find... <clears throat> one a box of of uh of pastries in your grocery store for the same price that they're selling a one of those same pastries in your local coffee shop because for 
a bakery or for a cafe, this kind of thing is an art. And I think naturally, since baked goods are not particularly hard to produce, despite the fact that coffee shops and bakeries will want to keep doing them in their way because it's such a canonical and important and traditional part of this, like, American breakfast, <clears throat> I think still they're, they're going to want to keep doing that. But because they're easy to make, they will be mass-produced. And so it just leads to this kind of, like, that you have this huge, huge range of variety. Thanks. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. If you if you press the space bar, you, you scroll down in a web browser. It's an it's a, a helpful tip. But I meant to end the recording, but I, instead I scrolled down on the croissant <clears throat> the croissant Wikipedia page. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. This is not the outro. This was not planned to be the outro. But before I go, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for coming back this week. It is always, always appreciated. As always, <laughs> I just said that again. As always, we will be back next week with more. Perhaps with a guest. Perhaps not. We'll see. The guests will keep coming, as will the topics. Design of food. It's what we do. It's what we're going to talk about. We hope you come back for more. Thank you for listening to the show. Have a nice week. Enjoy yourself. <laughs>